Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Up for Discussion podcast. Tim's not here to play the ukulele, so I'm going to do some bullshit. I'm Tom Zalat, and I, I've got two fantastic guests in the studio with me today. Their names are Matthew Perizzo. Hi. And Billy F. Hey. Hey. How you guys doing? Uh, you, you want to go first? I'm good. I'm good. You're good? All what right. about you, Perizzo? How do you feel today? Uh, I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm currently being subjected to a, a calculated Twitter attack. To ruin my reputation. <laughs> oh yeah. Hashtag stop Perizzo 2016. Yeah, hashtag stop Perizzo 2016. Everybody retweet that. <laughs> it's a good uh, I've been enjoying it. People are just tweeting bullshit pictures of you all day today. It's just it's it's pretty much just one guy. Yeah. I'm gonna need you to get closer to the yeah, Okay, okay. I'm yeah. gonna need you more. to name drop that piece of shit. Oh yeah, name drop him. Uh, uh, a young Andrew McPherson. Andrew McPherson. Young Wasteman from the Lash. Oh shit. Trying to, trying to ruin my reputation. Do you think he's succeeding at ruining your reputation? I don't think my reputation can get much lower. That's true. I already own you. Officially, yes. Officially. Go to MatthewPerizzo.com. It's uh, <laughs> Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> that was a good day. You should have taken that further, I think. I should have. I was, like, I, I, I that, you have the domain. You need to use it. I'll use it. You need to like, like those photos you made of like the weird Facebook glitch thing that had to do with me. I don't know where you guys came up with that idea. But yeah, you could go like on with that, like a a a, a bizarre, trippy tribute to my failure. Yeah. Would I be could, perfect for MatthewPerzo.com. I could set it up as like a Tumblr page and just only post like compromising photos of you. There are many. There are yeah. a lot. You have to find them because I untag myself, but there are a lot. I'll find them. Okay. <laughs> um and yeah, so uh this is the uh up for discussion podcast. Uh, usually I have Tim Blay and Simon Peltier with me. They are both busy this week. Uh, Simon injured himself. Tim is working on his new video, which you should see, see any day now, really. Uh, so I brought in two guys that I know from school, I guess, uh, and also from Twitter. They are two of the funniest people that I know. So I'm better. You really don't mean that than these other people. I don't know. I, I do think you're two of the funniest people I know. I have this rule that I only follow people on Twitter who actually make me laugh consistently. <laughs> and you guys made the cut. So. Okay, if that's the case, I got to ask, hmm? how legitimate are the likes how legitimate are the likes? Are your likes specifically? I I am a little liberal with the likes. I'd say that's that's putting it lightly. Well, okay. So th- I will like every post that you post if I laugh at it or if I'm just like, yeah, this is his brand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so we talked a lot to Matt. Billy, tell people about yourself because hey. you're, you're the interesting one here. Am I? Oh my god! Hey, to be fair, I have something I could plug later. Yeah. Yes. Shit. Okay. I'm not doing nothing. Are you dropping your mixtape? Not yet. You better be dropping your mixtape. I'm probably gonna wait till like 2020. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm Billy F. Billy F. Lechef, to be more precise. I cook, DJ, rap, and have thousand dollar sex moves in that order. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's just the full Billy day. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That's that's not a bad day. Yeah. I, I think that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. I say pretty busy. Who puts the price on the sex? Um, can, do I have to like drop Experts? names or? Uh, no. <laughs> like, um, Top men? Is it future? Uh, fuck i wish <laughs> i wish actually when we were in la we just got back from la with ragers and um our producer is future's neighbor really and um and so the director they, they were like filming a video in his backyard it was actually a porn movie from what i understand and so the director came and asked and was like hey guys you mind like not going in the backyard because we're about to film this thing and we can't have random dudes like in the back just watching sipping beer and smoking joints that's that's as close as i ever got to future word that's pretty legit all things considered yeah did you like did you see them shooting the porno or you just knew it was happening or what no no i wasn't there at that point actually it was uh just the rest of the guys from ragers cool and i I think probably nate from the posters was there at that time still and uh james DeSalvio from brand van 3000 you do dropping names left and right. A scumbag. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, 
Thank you. I'm a celebrity now. Billy yeah. is like probably one of our most famous friends, right? Well, like I mean, just low key. Says you. I don't know who's who's your most favorite I, I, friend. I, I, I hang out with famous. Andrew Garfield on the regular. Do you? The ex Spider Man. He's a little peeved about it. Oh, he is the ex now, eh? He's the second ex. Second. Him and Tobey Maguire. Oh yeah, they're forming a club. Who's Who, the new kid? Who's, who's that? Tobey Maguire. No, I mean uh, that Andrew dude. Garfield. Yeah, he was the uh, Spider Man. He was in a bunch of movies. What, what else was he in? Other than Spider Man, Social Network, and. Probably some other was shit. He, was he like the guy from? No, he was the network? other guy, not Mark. The other guy. The oh, other the guy. dude from Napster. No, that was Justin Timberlake. The other other guy, at the beginning, like his homie. Oh, the one he fucked over. Yeah, that guy. Oh shit! And he played Spider Man for two movies before yeah. they caught him. Okay, yeah, no, like, he's definitely uh, your your most a younger, whiter guy. Where the fuck do you know him from? Huh? Where do you know him from? I met him at a, at a brunch. <laughs> that is the whitest thing you have ever seen in your entire life. Yeah, well, I'm also entirely lying, so that's too bad. I was yeah. hoping you were going to keep that going. <laughs> <That's laughs> <That's laughs> like, yeah, that's amazing. No, yeah. no, I never met Andrew Garfield. Unfortunately, so. Emma Stone though, I met her at a dinner. Yeah, really? At a brunch place? <laughs> you had dinner at a brunch place? <laughs> I, what are you thinking? I love Emma Stone. <laughs> oh man, do brunch places serve dinner? Ask the well, chef, I think I it's know. mostly like dinner spots also serve brunch. Okay. So, I mean, it's pretty easy. It's a good concept for a restaurant with a brunch place that also serves dinner. So, instead of dinner being the focus, it's the brunch. Well, you mean, show like, up at dinner, like, hey, well, you like came Denny's? here at the wrong time. Essentially. Denny's? Okay. No, yeah, like Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> I know the, uh, there's an Indian place across the street from here. Uh, not the good one, the other one. Uh, Maison Dand or whatever they uh, they have they do dinners and lunches, but they also have a brunch on Sundays, and it's just like an all you can eat Indian buffet. What's brunchy about that? I don't know. It's I guess because they started at like ten, it's brunch. They label they really? advertise to make it as something lunch. brunch. All you have to do is like throw an egg on it. Yeah, it's true, <laughs> and like offer a side of bacon, but that's onion bajou with onion. eggs and bacon. Probably all right. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. It's like a hash brown kind of. Yeah, I, I'd eat it. Sweet. Yeah, I mean, I know that's what we do at the restaurant where I work. We're just like poutine Put an egg at on night, it. breakfast poutine because I threw an egg on there. See what I did? <laughs> nice brunch. Got the tortellini. Fuck it, throw an egg on it. Breakfast tortellini. <laughs> yeah. Which one is tortellini? I always forget. It's uh the. It's like the little pouches. Yeah, exactly. It's okay. a square. Yeah. The, the smaller ravioli. Oh shit, that's why I always forget it. Yeah, because I always thought tortellini and ravioli were the same thing. They're basically the same thing, right? They're from the same uh, family. You know? Dog. <laughs> so, step up your Chef Boyardee game. I don't eat Chef Boyardee. I'm proud to say I've never eaten Chef Boyardee. You're missing out. That's a lie. It's not a lie. We had we had craft dinner growing up, but my mom mm-hmm. always refused to do Chef Boyardee. I've eaten at some of the finest restaurants in the world. And Chef Boyardee is probably better than anything I've ever had in Italy. So really, that's probably true. Sure. I went to Italy. To be for... fair, though, I'm not like a big fan of Italian food. That's fair. It's yeah. just, yeah, yeah. You a pizza guy though? Yeah, because I feel like there's a yeah, distinction between pizza. Italian food and pizza, right? Like pizza is theoretically Italian, but it's kind of more American at this point. I had pizza in Italy, and I wasn't blown away. Yeah, well, that's yeah, cause... but where though? Where in Italy? In like Venice, which is the worst place to go. For food, probably worst place to go in general. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's it was really bad. It was the huge letdown. Isn't yeah, it? No, you just have to like go down to Naples sinking. for some good, some good pizza. Hmm. You, had, you had a question. I was just going to ask if Venice is slowly sinking. Uh, uh, allegedly, yes. Allegedly, yes. It can't sink fast enough, in my opinion. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. I mean, hmm. like, does anyone actually live in Venice? Yeah, Opposed. I saw like old women hanging out like doing their laundry in like apartments that like, are above canals and shit and that's kind of cool but living there must be a hell yeah because it's just tourists it's basically just tourists old ladies who do laundry and people who own bad pizzerias or just drive boats for fun oh shit everybody has a speedboat or like a gondola yeah i think like the the gondola in venice is the one reason that i would go to venice it's a just terrible having, reason like, i know it's terrible but it's so cliche i love it, it would you, know cost you can you- do that like on the lachine canal right really 
Yeah, we can just rent a little pedal boat, and I can yeah. I can serenade you. And uh, can we do this? It'd be yeah. way cheaper. Can we That's do this? Way cheaper. Let's do this. And we could like actually go and get some real good pizza, and then uh, uh-huh. it would make it would make Perez's entire experience way better. Yeah. It sounds like a really also good he day. he found a dead dude while he was. I out did here, so. <laughs> what? I found a dead person in not in Venice in Budapest. Oh shit! Was it in, my cousin? <laughs> yeah, oh well, yeah, that's your country, eh? Yeah, that's your, that's your waste people. It's my homeland, Hungarians. Yeah, shit. What it were was you a, doing in Budapest? I mean, I was in Europe. Budapest is in Europe. Mm-hmm. But why would you go to Budapest? Is what I'm asking. It, we he really likes that George Ezra song. Which song? Budapest. Yeah. By okay. George Ezra. Well, there we go. Completely sailed over my head. Okay, so tell me about this dead guy you found. This sounds like a good story for the podcast. Okay, this is probably going to be the darkest your podcast has gotten in a long minute. Whatever. We'll see how it goes. So, me and my friend were staying in a hostel that was also a bar, just for the record. Okay. It was... Sounds like the very best combination ever. It was interesting. You couldn't really get to bed Was the bar open all night, though? Yeah, it was open until like four in the morning. See, that's okay. Yeah. That's one thing I hate. Like, every time we, uh, every time we, like, stay in a hotel, like, we stay in a lot of hotels, obviously, whenever, like, we have to play shows at Ragers, and the bar always closes at, like, 11. Yeah. But sometimes I just, like, want to play the show, go back to my hotel, get really fucking drunk at, at the bar hotel, the hotel bar, and go back to my room. Mm-hmm. Like, just crawl up to my room. Yeah, you have to learn to, uh, Fall asleep to the sweet sounds of EDM. Because if you try to get to bed before four in the morning, the DJ's still playing. No problem with that. Yeah. Well, whatsoever. You, you learn you learn to adapt. But See, this, this is, is what makes me feel like an old man. Because I that sounds like the worst thing to me. Oh no, I it is. It. But the thing is, like you, you used to it. I, I got really good at blocking it out. Right. Like yeah. we were playing this festival this summer and um it was like five hundred miles away from any sort of civilization. And it was in the forest. And for the record, I fucking hate nature. For all I care, we can get rid of every single tree in the world. Breach. I'm a geography student, not agree. I agree with that completely. <laughs> Fuck forests. Yep. Anyway, it was Hashtag like stop the forest. It was this like huge dubstep festival in in the middle of the forest, and so we had to like our only our only option was to like camp there. And as you can imagine, I fucking hate camping, so I'm like. Fuck this, I'm just going to sleep in the van. And we parked the van right next to the stage. And so I fell asleep. I fell asleep at like midnight and there was like huge fucking wobbly dubstep blasting <laughs> from the stage <laughs> till like 9 a.m. And that's when I woke up, when the music stopped. I like that you described it as wobbly. It is. You listen to dubstep? Yeah, I mean, because there's like, there's like real like UK dubstep and then there's like bullshit. Um, the classic case of Americans making everything better. You mean making everything worse? I'm pretty sure. The only thing Americans made better is pizza. Ooh, no. No? No. Are we, are we going to have a fight now? They made racism pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're pretty good at that. <laughs> they improved on that a lot. <laughs> world champs. <laughs> oh, man. Undisputed world champs. Absolutely. So, so you're, in, you're in Budapest? Yes. I'm in Budapest in my, in my bar hotel. And I'm up late because I can't sleep because of this fucking DJ. So I'm just uh, lying in my bunk bed. And from outside the window, I just hear like a loud bang. And it, I, I posted on Twitter on my on my on the Wi-Fi on my iPad says somebody's fighting a metal grate because <laughs> that's exactly what it sounded like. Next morning, me and my companion who I was traveling with go out for pause. not quite like that we go out for for lunch or breakfast or whatever and we come out about a block away from where we're staying is this guy how gory do you want me to get because i can get kind of gory relatively go for it just go for it it's up to you you want me to hear hear all the details all right we can tell all our favorite dead stories oh there's more than one yeah okay great i've I've got one (laughs) oh super okay so we go about a block and we see this guy. He was a homeless guy because he was like uh, lying in like a bunch of cardboard and there was like some bags and blankets right nearby in a, like a corner. And he was face down. His head was 
was face first into like this concrete corner of the house, lying down, like arms backwards outstretched behind him, just blood all over the sidewalk, flies everywhere. And the worst part about it is that first reaction was we looked at it and went, well, that's a dead guy. (laughs) And then kept walking. Oh, man. For about for about maybe thirty seconds before we kind of were like, wait, maybe we should get someone to call the cops because I can't. I don't speak Hungarian. I can't call the police. Right. And uh, yeah, we went back, went out, and did our day. Came back. Basically, he was gone. They hosed down the whole area, and uh, I assume they never caught the killer. Well. So if you live in Budapest, there's somebody out there murdering homeless people, and you might be next. That's intense. So move away. Leave that city right now. Yeah, I kind of get that, though. The, uh, like, killing the sort a homeless of... guy? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm all about it. You know, I think we should kill them and feed them to the hungry. Mm. They'll solve two problems at once. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, I get that reaction of, like, seeing a dead body and being like, oh, that's yeah. a dead body. But not being, like, super phased by it. It's kind of scary that we've gotten to this point, though. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I saw a guy get stabbed this summer like, that's real just like oh shit this dude's getting stabbed <laughs> was then in the, the cops forest there like, two. no it was like on Saint Laurent and they pay at like 2am it's mm. like this guy running this guy running after him, and then just like stabbing him and then the cops were right there and they were just like wait the guy was running away yeah and the other guy was Could chasing not. him with a knife yeah that's so silly <laughs> <laughs> like if you're gonna stab somebody you want to do it like before they realize what you're doing you're not gonna chase somebody like get back here you well i mean depends what he did right listen i get to the corner and this dude's getting stabbed that's that's all i know i don't know what happened before and really gotta after. stab this motherfucker yeah that's really it. bad gotta chase him down but then the cops are right there and they were just like do you just stab that guy <laughs> so they arrested the guy oh uh, yeah okay all right as long no, as he wasn't they like, let him go and they're <laughs> yeah. like oh you you ran all the way from that corner up to here i mean you, you must put have had a good reason to stab him yeah. you earned it yeah oh yeah yeah you know sometimes you just gotta stab a mother hugger you, you just need to yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i i once i'm not about to confess something i <laughs> I saw is this whole episode leading up to Tom is the murderer. <laughs> yeah, this is actually our how to make a murderer. What's that show called on Netflix? Making a murderer. Yeah, there we go. This is how I met your murder. Um, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I think I was like 10 or 11. I'm walking along Monkland on the way like toward. I, th- I don't remember if I was going to your house or somewhere else, uh, but toward that general direction. And uh, I noticed there's like a body just kind of on the ground. And I was like, oh. Okay, and I just kept walking, and then like when I got home, I went home like hours later, and I saw that there was just like a pool of blood <laughs> where the body had been, and I was like, "Oh, hmm. that person was dead," <laughs> and I I didn't realize like you know I, when I walked by it the first time, I was just kind of like, "Oh, there's someone lying there," and then like, I mean, statistically yeah. speaking, all like the random pe- homeless people you see sleeping on the side of the street in the middle of the winter technically could be dead. Oh, totally. Yeah, just don't even know. This person had like thrown themselves off their balcony. Oh. Like it was in the news the next day. And I was like, oh shit, I must have gotten there like 10 minutes later. Cause uh, yeah. You missed it, man. Yeah. Like I, it was, I was totally unfazed by it when I saw the body. And then like hours later when I saw the blood stain, I put two and two together and I was like, oh, I wonder if I like should have called the police or something. But maybe they would have given you a medal or something. Man, you that would have been, been a hero. You would have been ten-year-old boy. You would have been the, the most popular boy at the grade six dance. That would have been the only thing I ever won, dude. Fuck the grade six dance. All the girls would have been like, "Is it Chase on a dead body?" There's nothing that gets a ten-year-old girl or twelve-year-old girl more interested than dead people. That's yeah. a I weird. I can tell thought. you that from experience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not censoring any of this, Matt. If you want to confess some stuff. Stop Parazot 2016. <laughs> Stop me. Do you remember our grade six dance? I remember. Do you remember it was Hawaiian themed? I remember one of As the students, of like yeah. one of the trouble students offering to get me a slut for the dance. Really? I ever really asked. What? The, the, <laughs> the we grade, were like 12. The, the, yes, the grade six dance. I was, he, was, he said, if you need a slut, I got you. And I was like, I'm, <laughs> I'm okay. It was a fishman. Please no, I, no, it wasn't, it wasn't oh, a fishman. Man. 
What? He's uh, I'm not gonna drop That's names wild. on this one, uh, man. But he's he's a local DG institution. You might have seen him around. Oh my god! You take a guess. Oh my god! Well, we won't say any names just in case we don't no, put them on. Because we all know who it is. Yeah, yeah you I, could I probably take a take a, take a guess who it is. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I don't know. I sometimes hear stories from other people about like crazy shit that was going on for them when they were in like grade six, seven, eight, whatever. You sort of the middle school age, but like I feel like. None of that shit happened to me. Like the craziest thing I ever saw when I was in grade six was when, uh, do you remember when pushed a tree onto, uh, the other guy? Oh God. Yeah. I yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't remember. I don't know whatever happened in the end, but like, I remember we were on this trip Wait, and like, what do you mean? we were on this trip, uh, I think Camp Edvy or something in grade six and we were like building, that. we were building teepees against a tree. Uh, and like one of the kids just like, I think it was probably an accident, but his tree wasn't like perched against the, the. Like his log wasn't perched against the tree properly and it just fell over and hit this other kid in the chest. And I remember the other kid like having like breathing problems as a result. Fuck. I mean, he's still alive, so I'm assuming he's fine. But like, it's crazy. I think he's a weed dealer now. Well, fair enough. As is like half the population just, of Willingdon. You just <laughs> name dropped a kid. I'll, and, I'll like, go what back if the and, cops uh, are listening right now? I'll go back and censor. What's wrong with you? I'll go back and censor the name. No worries. Oh. Stop Perez of 2016. <laughs> this kid is a fucking snitch. <laughs> You're lucky I don't have my tool on me. I'll censor uh I'll censor his name out so that he doesn't get put on blast here. But uh yeah. The TSA is listening, I'm sorry. Oh man. But yeah, I don't know. I, I remember hearing stories though about like girls like flashing guys in the bathrooms and stuff when we were in grade six and i was like why didn't i get to see any of this now that there's anything to see because like 12 year old <laughs> girls look like 12 year old boys but like i don't know i don't know man some of those girls in grade six had titties yeah. did they they did really they did yeah, fair enough yeah i mean like that's that's when it kind of starts i guess you can start I mean, there's not much there but right but when when all you're used to is nothing even like the slightest like, that, like those were my wild years like you'd think that like being a dj and like <laughs> rapping and all that shit like i would see wild stuff now but nah not no. even a little bit like i have never been to a party as lit as the one that my buddy organized when we were in like the summer between grade six and grade seven this dude threw a wild fucking party like it was huge there was drugs. There was alcohol. Um, You're like 13. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, we went to art school, right? So like we did everything like three, four years before any other school. Like I think okay. most of us lost our virginity at around the age of like 11 or 12. Yikes. That's uh, too much. And most of us were like smoking at least cigarettes by like 10. So we, That's crazy. we started early. We, we were a bit liberal. But yeah, I, I just remember that this girl was so drunk that she, oh my God, I'm not even going to say this because it's just gross. You're going to have to censor that. Anyway, it was fucking wild. Uh, a few kids passed out. Um, it was amazing. That's crazy. Yeah. 12 year olds. Ugh. Definitely the, the parties for when you first start drinking and doing drugs are always the wildest. Right. Because nobody knows what they're doing. Nobody knows what their limits are. Yeah. I feel like I've still never been to a party that was like really, really ridiculous. Because you don't go to parties. Because I don't go to parties. Every time I go to a party, I think like this might potentially get crazy. I could count and on two hands crazy. the number of parties that I've invited you to yeah. that you never showed up to. Yeah? Yes. I feel like I've shown up to most of the stuff that like I no. said I would go to. If I said I would go, I usually showed up. Yeah. Right, Tom fine. is actually I pretty wanna, I didn't, like, didn't, didn't want to drop this one. Yo, you didn't come to my birthday. That's true. You did not come. But I was but at a thing would... before that, and then I was tired. Okay. We could <laughs> yeah. look on the Facebook post. I know. We could know. see who's on the uh, I did invited intend to come and to who's that. coming. I did intend to go to that. But I also... This I is why I'm here right now. I think when I RSVP to To expose that, you all right, to all, right. all the five people who listen to this podcast. I can be flaky sometimes. You're right. Anyway. No, I mean, like, at least when I invite you to shit on Facebook... You'll just be like, can't go. Yeah. I mean, okay. and usually I can't. Like, usually I can't go to things. And if I think I can go to them, I say I can. But the thing is, like, I don't know if you guys are depressed also. Yep. But, like, when you're depressed, <laughs> you sometimes... <laughs> right, we're of in course. our 20s. Of course we're depressed. Um, I don't know if you ever have those days where, like, you planned something, like, two weeks ago. 
no, I'm 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 past that stage. Now it's more just like I'll just watch like Digimon and cry. Um, <laughs> but you know when you're like you have you made plans two weeks ago and then the day of you're just like if I see people today I'm gonna kill myself. Yeah, yeah. That's usually what happens to me is I'll like commit to stuff and then like the day of I'll just be like, wow, if I don't stay in and be alone tonight, like bad things are gonna happen, and so I end up flaking. It's you know yeah, the thing with me is my friends are never like hey, let's hang out and like do something. It's always like, hey, I'm organizing this. You want to like DJ? Right. Like, yeah, sure. Okay, I guess I'll do it. And then I can't be like last minute. Like, I feel like shit right now. I don't feel like doing this. Right. So I just. I'll hang out with you, it. Billy. We can hang out. Thank you. Yeah, we got to do but some I mean, it's cool because like, that's something that I realized. Like, <clears throat> I have a lot more fun DJing than actually like being in the crowd at parties right at least i don't have to talk to anyone like i can still do whatever i'd be doing if i was at home which is just i can play music so right yeah that's it like i find i have a tendency and i've been trying to like fix this in myself but i have this tendency to only want to spend time with people if i'm working on something with them and like yeah that can get really destructive right because then you start to feel like you don't actually have friends let's build yeah it's like i'll be like 16 new year new me yeah, I'll be like, oh, I, you know, I don't have to make plans like socially with people because I, you know, I do a podcast or like I shoot a show on YouTube or like, you know, I'm in a band or whatever. It's like because I do these things, that's all my like necessary social interaction for the week. But actually, like because those are more like work oriented, it's actually like not actually that helpful. Yeah. Like you need to take time to just chill with people. That's what leads you to talking to your guinea pig. No, <laughs> you're supposed to talk to them. No, you're not. I mean, <laughs> they're never going to learn. They're too stupid. They're never going to love you back. They'll never love you back. No, probably not. They Gu- just want the lettuce and they want you gone. They do. Yeah. No, I mean, the thing with guinea pigs is that they're social animals. So they like to be like around things that are moving, but they're also prey animals. So like they're terrified of things that are moving. So it's this weird balance where like you have to be kind of around them and like vaguely interacting with them, but you better not do it even slightly wrong or they're going to get mad at you. And then do what? They're tiny. Yeah, I mean, they'll just be sad. I don't know. They'll cuss you out. Yeah. In guinea pig language. She's in the other room right now recording a diss track. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. She's going to take the new cycle away from B.O.B.? I don't know if she can. Oh, my God. So I saw you share that. I didn't listen to it yet. What okay, is it? Tell amazing. me about it. Okay, well, we'll start from the beginning. Is yesterday uh, rapper B.O.B., most commonly known Bub. for his... Bob. Most commonly known for his... Uh, <laughs> His mega hit airplanes and also Tyler Creator threatening to kill him on a song. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, Can I quickly uh, ask what B.O.B. stands for? Does it stand for anything? I assume it stands for Bob. Okay. Because, yeah. yeah, just Bob. Anyway, uh, he was on Twitter trying to convince all of his followers that not only is the earth flat, but that there are cloning facilities and, and lizard Illuminati people and all, all the worst X-Files type conspiracy He's out there posting posting photos of like, here's a aerial view of New York. Where's the curve? Can't see the curve. The earth is flat, idiots. People would just tell him, <laughs> wake up, sheeple. Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> he yeah, no, for real. He, he People will say, oh, you, if you fly in a plane from one side of the earth, you'll end up back you know, where you came from. He said, prove it. Prove it. Wow. No one's ever done that before. Prove it. Has no one ever done that before? No, people have done that before. Okay. Which is why many such a times. Silly, many times, which is why it's such a silly argument. But it gets also weirder. for someone who like takes the plane so many times, like you think he'd kind of understand how things work and figure it yeah. out. Well, you know, some people just escape that. <laughs> anyway, like, literally, so, all you have to do is open your window if you're at a like high enough altitude, and you can like just look at shadows. Like, like you can curve. just tell. Yeah. Anyway, it gets more interesting because actually, King of Twitter, Neil deGrasse Tyson, mm-hmm. always My quick, man. To, always quick to come through with the well. Actually. Uh, decided to correct Bob on his his uh, false information, which led to uh, Bob dropping a diss track yet today called uh, "Flatline." Yesterday, yesterday. Actually. Sorry, yesterday. It, did he did he drop a diss track about Neil deGrasse? Tyson? He did. He well, he he, did. he, he like he sampled a, a yeah. talk from Neil deGrasse Tyson, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. which he also. Uh, Denied the Holocaust ever happened. Oh no! In the song, did he? He did. He he said, "Look up David Irving, who is a uh, a notorious Holocaust denier." And he said that Stalin was way worse than Hitler, which is why the POTUS has to wear a kippa. 
Oh, no. So, uh, shouts out to B.O.B., you fucking rat. Oh, boy. <laughs> what an idiot. Holocaust What's up with, like, idiot? rappers who had, like, a few hot songs then, like, proving themselves to actually be fucking crazy? Like, Joey Badass. Mm-hmm. Waka Flocka's getting there now. A fucking, like, Bill Cosby, true. They're, like, yeah, no, yeah, Waka Flocka's one of those two. Your career is already, like, on the downfall. Why would you ruin it like that? Like, don't do that. Yeah. Just keep your mouth shut. Just keep spinning bars, nigga. 16 of them. I feel like there's like a we tendency. There's a tendency 16. to get like a big ego, right? Like as soon as you have any kind of success, you have an ego and you have pride. And as soon as something well, kind of Joey damages Badass, that, Sorry. Joey Badass built a brand on like some Illuminati shit already. Like he talks about that stuff already in his songs. Yeah. Waka Flock, I don't know where that came from. He started talking about what like he Bill. Say? He said Bill Cosby got set up. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Because they're trying to bring a, a black man down. Yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a rough area. I don't know. I hate I hate public shame. I think it's a really shitty thing that we do. But at the same time, I also hate rapists. So it's kind of like a weird like I don't know. Like I wish they would handle it privately instead of just like publicly ruining him. But also, I don't think that he. Yeah, but the you thing know. is, if they hadn't made it public at first, then like you wouldn't have all these other girls coming up and being like, right, exactly. And so I think it was necessary. I just kind of want it to like peter out now. Like I, I want him to be punished, but I want people to shut up about it. How do you think Hannibal Burris feels? Yeah. <laughs> what? Do you not know about this? I don't know about. He's this. the one who like basically like brought that to light. Really? Because he did a bit, and he was like, he he made like a quick joke about, it and he was like. What you guys don't believe me? Google it. Oh shit! And then people got home and Googled it. And we're like, "Holy fuck!" Oh man! And then Bill people, Cosby is a rapist. People started coming forward, and then, uh, yeah, here we are. Man, Hannibal Buress has power. He I does. always I always forget that he's like famous because he just he doesn't have that vibe of like yeah someone who would be massively successful, but like he is. Yeah, you, I met you him, guys have watched the Eric Andre show this summer, yeah. two summers ago. He's a super fucking nice dude. Yeah, he's really chill. He has a bit about him going to a riffraff show in Montreal. Yeah, that I almost went to, and I thought it would have been worth it to go to the show just to potentially see him and not go see riffraff. He talks about Montreal a lot in his show. Actually, he has like a fifteen minute bit on Montreal cops too. Really, oh, I've not heard that. Yeah, and I feel like Montreal is a good spot for comedy. Like. There well, is just a for lot laughs. of it here. Yeah. So, well, yeah. there's just for laughs, but there's also like, you know, that like that five block section of like downtown that's just mm-hmm. all Irish pubs. It's all yeah. Irish pubs and comedy and clubs. And comedy clubs. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a really good scene for that. The stuff. thing is, like, I feel like that's not like a reflex most people have of being like, oh shit, what should we do tonight? Like, let's go to a comedy show. Yeah. Because, I mean, it could go so very wrong. Yeah. I mean, it depends like, on see, who you're you're seeing. Like, if you see somebody who's not funny, <laughs> and you're kind of wasting your time. Yeah, but I mean, you're still going to a club. The DJ can end up being shitty. You know, it's uh, it's always a gamble. Anytime you go out, it's always a gamble. Yeah, right. You but, might go out and realize you hate the people you're with. <laughs> you might go out and realize yeah. you hate being out. You know, it's always a gamble. You might go out and get hit by a car and wake up the next morning as a dead hobo in a great... All right, well, this is the lesson we've learned today on today's episode is don't leave your house. Never leave the house. Don't leave the house. <laughs> Be like us. Stay inside. Uh-huh. Don't talk to people. Listen to a lot of emo music. It's incredible he actually got us out here to record this. Yeah. I'm like, don't usually leave the house. I'm real glad you guys came. Real glad. Happy to be here. Yeah. I'm not. Classic Perizzo. Come on. I got volunteered for this. Hashtag stop Perizzo 2016. You did get volunteered for this. Yes. It was good though. It was a troll. (laughs) Really? Yes. (laughs) That's perfect. But I'm (laughs) here now. So, haha. Hey, you said you had something to plug earlier. You want me to plug in now? You yeah. got a plug, really? Yes, I do have a plug. Really got the plug? Because I feel like I have a million jokes to make about it. So. <laughs> Let's hear it. Okay, I'm Give in a, a movie. Plug. You're in a movie? I'm in a movie. What movie are you in? It's called Mango Shake. There's okay. no trailer for it yet. Except there's like a little teaser that I'm not in. Do you have permission to plug this? No, but I'm doing it anyway because I wouldn't be here otherwise. Fair or at least I wouldn't have anything to talk about. And so so is I'm, this the new Woody Allen movie? Close. It's the new Terry Chu masterpiece. Oh, I like Shit. that guy. I haven't seen Terry in forever. Yeah, he's uh, he's working hard on this movie and not sleeping, probably. Cool. Is it going to be a short movie? Is no, it it's a feature-length movie. Well, it's sure. a real movie. Is he entering it into the festivals? I have no idea. Oh, fair enough. Hope, I mean, 
Are you the star? I'm not the star. I do, however, humiliate myself Is many, Andrew Garfield many times. The star? I couldn't get him on the phone. I try. I asked, but he he has a rate, and it's a low budget movie. So, is Hannibal Burris the star? I don't know Hannibal. I don't have Billy. How knows many? Hannibal. I don't. How know many Hannibal. dozens of dollars do you guys have for this budget? For the budget, he bought coffee and crates of mangoes. So I would say probably like a budget of two hundred or three hundred dollars. That's not too bad. Movie. It's pretty. Uh, it's expensive shit. Yeah, pretty intense. Pretty intense budget. That doesn't get you a lot of mangoes. No, we had, to, we, we had to, there's a little secret, we had to fill up the boxes with things that weren't mangoes, just yellow things, to make it seem like there were more mangoes than there were. What kind of yellow things did you put in that weren't mangoes? Like tissue paper and like a t-shirt. Yeah. Just yellow things. Yellow tissue paper. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the gift wrapping kind. Oh yeah. For like Easter presents. Or Christmas, if you want to be like off theme. Right. But That's yeah, cool. I'm... Uh, What's the movie about? Can't go too much into details because honestly, I'm not entirely certain myself. Is it a is it a killer mango shake? It's uh, <laughs> is, is it, it a drama? Is it kind of like Thanksgiving but with a mango instead of a turkey? I don't think anybody dies. I think I come pretty close at one point to, to being killed. If I was in that movie, I would die for sure because I'm allergic to mangoes. So. Word. And because you're the black guy, and he always dies first. Fruit. I don't drink any mangoes in the movie, so if you played my part, you would have been fine. Nice. But, uh, yeah. Wait, I really? Yeah. All yellow fruit? Yeah. That's a, that's a wild... Like, what, what do all yellow fruits have in common besides being yellow? Um, Something well, not like citrus yellow. and shit. Uh, they have um, they have an enzyme that, like, I just react to badly, but, like, huh. mangoes, pineapple, bananas, uh, papaya, um, yeah. I mean, all things I don't really feel like eating in the first place anyway. So. Fair enough. Yeah. Who needs fruit? Yeah. Why would you eat fruit when meat exists? I like fruit more than meat. I like you vegetables. <laughs> I like vegetables more than meat. I have been getting into vegetables. I love vegetables. It's a new interest to yours. <laughs> it's a new interest of mine. Because when you get a guinea pig, you need to have vegetables around. Because that's all those fuckers <laughs> You're eat. eating her carrots and her, her celery. Yeah, yeah. And her lettuce. Well, because it goes bad quickly. Like, you can't buy, like, guinea pig-sized portions Just of vegetables. Just get two guinea pigs. Problem solved. I might. She needs a friend. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think would be a good <laughs> you mean name? You need another friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Because if you have two guinea pigs, you don't have to socialize with them anymore. And then I can stop talking to my guinea pig. I can just leave her in the room with the other one. So they can just chatter away for hours. Yeah. yeah. About how much of an asshole you are. <laughs> You're that big, hairy idiot. I mean, to be fair, that's usually what I say when I walk in here. Yeah. So yeah. she's it's, got a point. It's fair. I'm large, hairy, and an idiot. Matt, you've known me since we were, what, six, seven? Do you think this is the fattest and hairiest I've ever been? You can be uh, honest. I mean, I don't know. I feel like in terms of like how fat you looked, I think like grade seven was pretty, pretty legendary for fat I, Tom. Yeah, I definitely feel like I looked fatter in grade seven. Because you came through with the, with the long, was it, uh, was it, bl- were you blonde or black hair? It was, it was bleach blonde in grade seven. Yeah, that yeah. was, that was pretty legendary for, for, uh, for chubby Tom. Yeah. But yeah, you're definitely hairier now than you've ever been. Okay. Because I feel like I'm fattest right now in terms of like. Because I don't really count like baby fat, like, you know, because we all had our growth spurt in like grade seven or eight and got taller, kind of evened out a little though. bit. No, no, you just got skinnier. But as fuck, man. Well, when he, we go he there, he just got super fucking tall. I just yeah. grew up. I never grew out. Yeah. Whereas, like for me, like problems. I was like a, I was a, I was a sphere in like grade six, and then like by grade eight, I had like stretched out, and I was just kind of like average. But I feel like now I'm actually like a fat man. And like I, I've never felt like an actual fat man since I became an you adult. You know how hard it is being skinny? How hard is it being skinny, man? So many clothes look great on me. <laughs> Piece of shit. It takes me no time to find jeans. I can order whatever I want at a restaurant and nobody thinks that like nobody looks down on me or judges me because I'm thin. It's terrible. <laughs> You're like the Nicole Arbor of my friend group. <laughs> That's about right, yeah. Oh, man. Hashtag stop Perizzo 2016. Stop me. Stop Nicole Arbor 2016. <laughs> she put out another video like this week, eh? Dissing who this time? I think this time it was about the white disabled people or something. Oh. I don't know. Love it. Oh, I've stopped paying much God. attention to her. It's, it's all you can do. 
my privilege is fun it's a good time yeah it's okay <laughs> this I, uh, uh i didn't get to enjoy it that much yet um uh, I, but i mean like i usually when i meet a white person who like i think might be racist i just like drop the fact that i'm half white and then i instantly get kind of better treatment I mean, I kind just of. hearing that I I consider you a more valuable person to have in the room. <laughs> I can't even say it's that really with a straight an honor face. To have you on this podcast, yeah. now that I know yeah. that you're our first our first piece of diversity <laughs> ever on this podcast. No, 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 we've had Julian and Desiree. Oh, come on, man! We try to keep things not too white around here. You can show how informed I am. Come on, man! About the state. Plus, we don't know who my dad is. Podcast. Well, I think fair. we can we can take a guess. He's not black. Yeah, you, you don't know that. You'd have to be like. Okay, this yeah, but you'd have to be like a Michael Jackson black guy. Well, which, then again, like by looking at me, it would be really hard to assume that my dad's black. Yeah, that's it. Like for I those who have never like, seen me, I am pretty fucking yeah, dark. Yeah, he's, he's... But to be fair, my mother is as dark as night. I don't know. Like I, I had a youth group leader back in the day who uh, his dad was black, mom was white. He was the whitest looking dude you've ever seen. Mm. It happens. You know what? When... Michael Jackson died, and everybody found out that his kids weren't his. Wait, what? You didn't know that? <laughs> no. What do you mean his kids aren't his? They like he, They are not his children. They like his like doctor's kids or something, or his plastic surgeon, but not his. Or what? Kids. Not his children. What? Yes. You are talking. I'm shit not talking right shit. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. This. Look up. Look up. Prince Prince Jackson or Blanket Jackson, whoever the fuck his kids are named. <laughs> They're white. They're all white kids. Um, did everybody forgot Michael Jackson was a black guy for like 20 years and just assume that he could have white kids now because he had like a fucking skin thing what's the best way to google this Michael Jackson kids like I don't know not his like genealogy do, biology do the google the, foo uh, yeah. <laughs> Michael Jackson lucky. kids not his with a question mark let's see what turns out for this not who his? is Prince Jackson's real uh, father was Bubble his actual monkey, at least? I, I would assume, yes. Nice. They didn't get a fake monkey for him. <laughs> huh. Wow, everyone... Yeah, the the whole internet says that it's clear that he was not the biological father of at least one of his children. Well, we knew that one of, at least one or two of them were adopted. Oh, really? That, that was, like, common knowledge. Okay. But didn't he have kids with... um? Lisa Marie Presley? I I don't know, to be yeah. honest with you. I just know that Michael Jackson is out here spitting out white babies. Defying, well, Michael Jackson. Defying eugenics and defying genetics and defying... Basically, the white supremacist <laughs> dream is Michael Jackson. Because he overcame his... Uh, his blackness. His blackness to create white babies. He is the Wait. person that Uncle Ruckus always dreamt of it's becoming... True. The hero to many. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> I told you I was going to ruin this podcast when I came here. And I told you that I ruin this podcast on a weekly basis, so we're good. Hey-o. <laughs> I had a cool Michael Jackson story. Oh my God, what was it? Did you meet him once in a forest? Oh, my God. No, I wish. <laughs> was that would have been amazing. There? But that's like, I mean, like, Michael Jackson is definitely one of the reasons that, like, made me want to start making music when I was a kid. And so I always just kind of assumed that I would meet him someday. Okay. And and I, I legitimately cried when I realized that I would never meet him. Mm. It was like heartbreaking. Yeah, that's rough. I didn't cry. I still can't believe he's dead. <laughs> Man, do you have anyone like currently alive that you feel like you're going to meet someday? Uh, No, I mean, I think that's... The- cool thing about my life like i pretty much met all the people that i really look up to um granted like most of them before they took the importance that they did in my life like i met like Fall Out boy is my favorite band of all time but i met them when i was like 11 maybe you know right. like before i could like really understand why i loved them so much uh same for kanye like i met kanye in like 2007 or 2008 wait wait you met kanye what was that yeah, like dog, on the it was cool 
what was, was cool. the, like, <laughs> our our interaction it, this is like backstage at the bell center um and he like i just oh it was like an organized it was just thing. like uh no 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 like i was walking in one direction he was like walking in the other direction and we just like high-fived <laughs> that's so cool that's yeah. so much fun that's about it you know Same. where i'm i'm like a big fan of just high-fiving people and not having because like everyone's talking to you all day like don't you know i don't want to be that kid like as i was coming back from la i was at the airport and uh kendrick lamar was like right next to me in line for um for the security check and um so the security guy like comes up and he has like they do this um like cotton swab thing to see if like you handled any explosives or whatever and so he sees like two black guys next to each other and he's like okay them and then he spots two Arab dudes in the back of us and just keeps fucking walking. <laughs> and we just looked at each other and we're like, yeah, okay, we made it. We're safe. And that was the extent of our interaction. Dude, that's a fantastic story. It's an all right story. Yeah. Matt, you ever meet any famous people? Uh, I met Emma Stone. <laughs> Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone, yes. I'm, I'm, they used to date, so I, I used to hang out with both of them all the time. But actually... Uh, who did I meet? I saw Danny Brown walk past me and completely ignore me. Was that uh, with you that time? No, it was me and Andrew. And uh, yeah, he just walked past because Andrew wanted to wait and talk to him, but he didn't want to talk to anybody. And he legit, you know, threw like three girls out of his way. Skywalker was there holding a pizza, keeping it real. Where? When? Uh, after the Bronson Danny Brown show. Yeah, dude, I was there. Oh, you were there. Okay, never mind. Yeah, but yeah. He, he yeah, I just wanted to stay around for Bronson, and he he never came out. I don't know. I think he had already left by that point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so I didn't get to talk to him. Uh, I didn't get to meet Flying Lotus because I went to his show and wanted to get a Gatorade and left. And by the time I came back, Andrew was like, "Dude, Flying Lotus came out, smoked a joint with us. Blah blah. blah. You missed it, idiot." so i didn't get to meet flying lotus uh so in terms of famous people i've actually met probably the most famous is rick mercer which is pretty Pretty fucking chill pretty fucking chill the man is about four foot five in real life what really no but he's extremely short why did i always assume that he was like super fucking tall no he's 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 a tiny tiny man he gives off like an at least average height vibe yeah, no, he's, I mean, I was... In my head, he was, like, 6'2". <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I'm you know, relatively tall, but he, You're tall. I'm, like, six foot. It's, like, okay tall. Yeah. It's just tall enough to be tall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Once you pass six feet as I a got man, my, you're I got my, tall. I got my club card, and yeah. that's about it. I stopped growing. But, yeah, no, he, he is extremely small. He's a, a tiny little man. Uh-huh. And uh, way better at human interaction than I am, because <laughs> I, was, I was completely shocked when he when he singled me out specifically, because I was there with uh, my mother and my aunt, who are both senior members of CBC, and therefore they're his bosses. So he had to be nice to me. And uh, I don't remember what I said to him, but it can't have been anything good. <laughs> Fair enough. I've never seen your show. Uh, I don't know who you are. Oh, man. I've definitely, like, well, I've definitely thought about how I would feel if I ended up in a situation where like I met someone who was famous who I like really had never heard of before. And I feel like that's the kind of situation those people love. Yeah. Cause there's no pressure. Oh, right? Oh, I did hand James McAvoy a hamburger once. Oh shit. I did give him a hamburger. That's that, a good that, That's a real celebrity. Who's that? He's uh, the guy who plays professor X in the new X-Men movies. The British oh, okay. guy. I saw him when I was working at five guys, burgers and fries. There was a plug. <laughs> give me money. Five guys. Give me a million dollars. Yeah, this anyway. show is officially sponsored by Five Guys Burgers and Fries. It's trash. They, they have they, burgers they want. and fries. That's about it. They don't have much else. Man, I remember when you got that job. Don't we order the so veggie. Excited. Don't order the veggie sandwich or I'll kill you. What goes in the veggie sandwich? A bunch of bullshit and it's like the worst <laughs> thing to make. Every time somebody really? would every time somebody would order it, I would want to scream at them. Cuz it's like a big molten pile of cheese and onions and peppers that you have to like somehow put on a bun and it always gets all over you and always burns your hand <laughs> and it looks horrible and it probably tastes horrible too so enjoy your shitty veggie sandwich that people suffered to make for you yeah that's why i don't you like vegetarians to this shit. Day. stop ordering veggie things 
Don't come to a hamburger restaurant and order a veggie sandwich. What's the matter with you? It's true. It is kind of ridiculous. I feel Stay like home. it's possible to make like a good like veggie burger. Like a good like <laughs> <laughs> Just launch a torpedo <laughs> attack at me, bro. That's crazy. Oh man. Um for those of you at home, Billy just like smacked a fork and it it, it flew around. It was great. Almost killed, killed me. Pairs, huh? Almost <laughs> killed me. <laughs> Almost. But you're alive. This ain't Budapest. You're safe. Yeah. I'm alive if you could call it that. If you could I feel call like this when you edit it, every living. time we say Budapest, you should just replace it with George Ezra saying Budapest. You should replace it with Keanu Reeves Budapest. saying Budapest in that vampire movie he did. That sounds like because it was way better. That sounds like a lot of work. I'm not going to do. It was it was Budapest. 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 For the whole movie. Is yeah. that like the real way? How? No, Budapest. no, no. He just they did it and they rolled with it. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, I feel like Keanu Reeves just kind of can do what he wants. I fucks with Keanu Reeves, man. Yeah, I, I can get behind him. Good guy. Canadian hero. Is he Canadian? Yeah. Oh, shit. Canadian I'm learning star. so much from you guys today. Shouts out to him. John Wick was uh, way better than Jack Reacher. That Anybody says hope. Jack Reacher is good, I don't trust them. Is that a porn movie? <laughs> Should have been. It would have been better. <laughs> it's a Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> Sounds like a porn movie. Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Man, I hope one day I, like, I've done enough music things that someone hires me to do music for a porno. I mean, I'll do that right now. That's how you know you've made it. (laughs) Right? I was was in, uh, at a strip club in Trois-Rivières, and the the stripper went on stage and danced to one of our songs, and it was, like... I almost wanted to call my mom to be like, mom, I made it. But at the same time, I'm like, this is really weird. Like hearing your own voice in the PA system of a fucking shitty strip club in a shitty little town is really fucking weird. You got to get to Magic yeah. City, bro. That's where, that's when you made it. I'm there every Monday. Oh, just like DJ Esco. Treat it like church on Sunday. Right? Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Strip clubs are fun. What's, what's you guys' favorite strip club? Never been to a strip club. Oh my god, you're missing out. I only went to Amazon's on a Tuesday. Wasn't that great? Dog, Amazon's is great. Isn't Amazon's full of girls that went to high school with us? No, there was one girl who went to high school with us who no longer works there because people kept going there and asking for her specifically to bait her out. <laughs> Poor thing. But Can uh, we name drop her or no? Let's you know not what? Do to that. be honest, I don't remember what her name is. So yeah, I just like, remember there was a whole thing about it. Yeah, we shouldn't name drop. To be fair. It was a good time on a Tuesday when I went, but the bouncer lied to me straight up and said there were 50 girls working. And we showed up. There isn't even a single stripper. No bartender. It's an empty. What? What do you mean? There was no strippers. There, <laughs> there were. There, the strippers appeared eventually. They kind of migrated out. But at the time, there were there were no strippers. Did you just go too early? No. Because that happened there. to me once I, at, a, at a restaurant. I showed up right as they opened. There are no chefs. There was just no like no waiters were working yet for like 20 minutes. I was like, what is going on here? It was, uh, have you guys been to La Milsa downtown? No. It's this, like, Oh, yeah, that, uh, Portuguese spot, yeah. Yeah, like, they do, like, like, ten different kinds of meat on a stick, and they bring it around. It's, I love it. It's a little salty. It's just, it's a lot of meat. It's a lot of meat. Mm -hmm. Like, my body can't handle that Oh, I always feel hungover the next day from just meat sweat, but, uh, the one time I went there, and we had, like, we showed up, like, right as they opened, and, like, just no one, no one came to the table for the first, like, 15 minutes that we were sitting there. It's like, oh, well, fair enough, I guess. But, you know. Have you heard my Soul Chaco story? You have a Soul Chaco this, this story? Is, this is much better than your story. I like Soul Chaco, too. Okay, well, you might not like it after this. $10, dog. Ten fucking dollars. All you can eat, Korean barbecue. It's, it's, good it's what's not to love. It is legit, unless you let your big fat friend place the entire order for everybody. Oh, no. Because what happened is we're all big group, and this guy always orders like eight times in a night. So we just figured, oh. We'll just let him order everything he wants right up front. You know, save himself the trouble. So he does. He orders like a ton of stuff. The waiter's like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, no problem. There's a bunch of us. You know, he's going to eat a lot. About halfway through it, he's like, I'm done. Like, what do you mean you're done? (laughs) (laughs) It's the worst. I hate people like that. Yeah, we still have like trays and trays and trays of like beef and chicken and pork and everything, vegetables and all this stuff like 40 more bowls of kimchi to eat. That's too much kimchi. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of kimchi. Too much. 
I ate I ate a lot of that kimchi, but it, it, Man. it it's a lot. I'm yeah, okay, now let me explain why this is a problem. You pay one dollar per thing that you mm-hmm. don't eat. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That is exactly the problem. Well, that's why like you should like do like rounds, right? Yeah, like you, you shouldn't like, just order. Well, like, we yeah. learned that lesson the hard way. So what we did is that one of my buddies, his girlfriend, just happened to have a big plastic bag in her purse. <laughs> Oh my. So you did the grandma did is, thing you did the grandma thing yeah but on like a massive scale because uh, it was like a garbage bag and we had tons of chicken so we would cook it and see the waiter's not there and just slide it under the table put it in the bag just keep going oh you cooked all of it and we just cooked it all of it yeah that's great and that's uh the waiters came back they're like wow you actually <laughs> ate everything yes we did wow Came Let's outside. take a Polaroid of you that we are going to place on this wall. <laughs> yeah. I haven't had a Polaroid taken of me yet. I've been there like six or seven times. They've never taken a photo. You got to do like a spicy a wing challenge or something no? to get a Polaroid on your so. wall. No. But they have like a they have a wall full of Polaroids. Well, maybe just ask them next time. Maybe Do I they? should. Yeah, yeah. Or put up your own Polaroid. At the uh, the one on St. Catherine, they do. Yeah. I went to... Yeah. Uh, man, Is there I've, another one? I feel like there's a couple. I don't know. Really? Anyway, we ended up taking this bag out of the restaurant, throwing it over a fence, which got caught on the fence, and a huge bag of meat spilled all over downtown, <laughs> probably attracting wild animals from all over. And, Why didn't you uh, guys just give it to like a homeless person? Or like, like bring what kind of homeless person is going to want fridge. a fucking big sack of like meat? I feel like if I was a homeless guy, somebody gave me that, I would freak the fuck out. <laughs> no. Okay. You, well. You'd have to like explain it to them and be like, yeah. "Look, we just cooked all of this meat. It's weird that it's in a bag, but it's good. We threw the damn meat. Okay, we threw <laughs> it and it exploded, and we probably stole maybe like forty dollars worth of stuff from Soul Kachol- Soul Chaco <laughs> is what it's fucking called. So, yeah, I never want to go back there ever again. That's my story. I once went to uh, to Dunn's Famous, um, and I really uh. just wanted like all the appetizers, and so I ordered an appetizer platter, um, but. The picture that they showed in the menu showed like a reasonable sized plate with like a few of each thing on it. And like the price was like what I figured that would cost. And I I told the waiter that that's what I wanted to order. And he's like, you know, that's a lot of food, right? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Like I'm looking I'm looking in the menu. He's like, no, it's a little bit more than that. I was like, oh, yeah, don't worry about it. Like, you know, I figured it was, you know, he just meant like it's a lot of different kinds of food or whatever. Uh, and I was like, no, trust me, like, this is what I want. Like, I have a big appetite. He brings me, like, it's an appetizer platter for, like, 12 people. <laughs> like, we're talking, like, like a mountain of coleslaw and, like, 30 olives and, like, 30 pickles. Like, just a ridiculous amount of food on this plate. I got through everything except the coleslaw. How much money did you spend on that? It was, like, 15 bucks. What? Yeah. What? It's crazy. It's like basically the same thing everyone paid for their sandwiches. And I got through half the coleslaw and I came with like the mozzarella sticks. And yeah, yeah, it had everything. I have not eaten coleslaw since. And this was like wild. three years ago. It's yeah, like spots where like the waiters will be like, are you sure that's what you want? But then when you're a chef or even just a foodie, I would assume like when you go to like, especially like Asian restaurants mm-hmm. and like when they have like some wild shit on the menu, yeah, you know, like shark fin soup or whatever, like the waiter is always like, are you sure is that what you, like, you sure you want that? Like, yes, dog, just fucking give it to me. Yeah. But then there's like some restaurants that will refuse to serve me certain things because they're like, you're not Asian. I don't think your stomach is ready for this. And oh I'm my like, God. I'll, I want to eat it like tripes. A lot of the right. time, like I fucking love tripes. But a lot of the time, the waiter is like, you sure you want tripes? Like, that's weird. You're, I'm like, I think I'm black, like chitlins. What's up? Same thing. Just give me the fucking tripes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I feel that. I, every time I get like, I'll always tell people that I don't take spice like a white person takes spice when I go to like Asian restaurants and Indian restaurants. Cause like, I know that they're going to dumb it down for me. I always walk up, like when I, when I'm ordering, I'm always like, okay, can you spice it the way that you like your chefs would want to eat it because like I can handle it. And they're always like, are you sure? Cause it's going to be really spicy. I'm like, bro, bro, I got this. How, how spicy do you like your shit? I can, I can eat whole, like, like fucking, I had, what were they? Trinidad scorpion peppers in my freezer for a while. I ate one and I was like, this is a bad experience, but I can handle it. Like I can deal that's wild. I eat more spicy than most of the Indian men that I know, which is a lot because I worked in a lot of delivery places. What are you they, all think to say they, all, they all think that I'm crazy, but that a lot of delivery guys are Indian or from Southeast Asia. Okay. Which they are. 
It's just a fact. Sure. They all think I'm wild. I've got this new hot sauce in the cupboard. You want to try it after? We can like put it on a chip. On a chip? It's, it's going to be it's gonna all be I a, have in my house is chips and spinach. It's going to be a very boring clip because you're not going to hear anything. Oh, no, no, no. Not, not on recording. I just want to share with you. Oh. I'm, I'm okay with spice. I mean, like, I just, I don't really see the appeal of it. My secret yeah. to spice tolerance is go to your local McKibben's bar and get the ghost pepper chicken wing and mm. take a single bite of it and have the most miserable hour of your life. But then emerge being completely resistant to all kinds of spice somehow. That's legit what happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. I had like this like really nice like ghost pepper seasoned salt for a while. And I was putting that in shit. It's it's nice. I think yeah, if if it's something is too spicy, it can detract from the actual flavor of the dish, right? Yeah. But like, I don't know. There sometimes spicy food tastes really incredible, so it's kind of a balance. Like if you can find heat that's also delicious, it's worth it. I fucking hate sriracha. Like, I'm with you so much. We have two bottles of it, but I don't use it. I wish people would just like fucking stop with the sriracha. Yeah. Like people always like at the restaurant where we have like sriracha mayo and people are like, "Mm, yes, sriracha. Great. Like, fuck you guys. But then when they ask for something spicy, they assume I'm just going to throw some sriracha on there. And they're like, make it really spicy. I'm like, you sure? And so like, I'll put like pure capsaicin extract and then like <laughs> send it out and go out five minutes later and just see the dude who like really wanted to ace it on his first date and like by eating really hot wings just like crying having only taken like a bite of it and laughing at the fact that that dude will go home alone that night because he decided to mess with me i feel like if you if your first date strategy involves eating wings you're not doing it right i mean just prove how tough you are yeah yeah do you think does that work I wouldn't do it. <laughs> right? No, like, I think it's no. kind of silly. I, I wouldn't even take the girl at a spot that serves wings. Right. Take her yeah. somewhere nice. Somewhere yeah. that serves pizza and nothing else. <laughs> Domino's. Yeah. <laughs> Classy joint. Oh, man. <laughs> the Domino's I order from, like, shamefully often at work, uh, it's always the same dude who makes my pizza. I thought that was just part of your Twitter brand, Tom. No, no, it's real. I'm a fat, fat little baby. It's a... A lot I of mean, pizza in my life. Domino's is so cheap and delicious. Yeah. There's no point to really order just, from anywhere uh, else. It's true. I just can't order from there anymore. <laughs> Why? Because you I worked used to there work for there. it. Yeah. Really? And yeah. And Which I worked one? in the one in Coast St. Luke that delivers to my house. So there's like That's always a slight chance that if I order, I'm going to get delivered by my boss who hates my guts. Why? And I hate his guts. And the thought of me having to give him money just like. <laughs> hurts me so bad that I just can't order from there. Anymore. Right. And you know he could put a pube in your pizza if he saw your name on it. If he if he if I put a fucking pube in my pizza, I know exactly who to call to get this motherfucker fired. I wish I wish he would. <laughs> oh man. Well, uh we've hit the hour mark, so we can wrap up. And we still didn't talk about a single thing that made any sense to anyone listening that's okay so if you made it this far good on you yeah we love you i'm sorry you're such a masochist yeah you should have some love for yourself yeah yeah honestly i'm i'm impressed that anyone makes it through any of these things but yeah thank you guys for coming this has been super fun you're welcome follow me on twitter uh, all the prisoners detained at guantanamo who had to live through this i would like to thank (laughs) i would like to thank the chilean miners Good on you guys. Are they still down there? Someone better get them. They back. might be. I no, don't he know. means miners with an O. Uh, <laughs> all the ones in my basement. Oh boy. Uh, so you can, oh all right, boy. that's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. how the show ends. So if you, for whatever reason, liked this, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash up for discussion and pledge us any amount of money. Uh, we're currently $4 a month away from being able to break even making this show. So uh, if you're feeling generous, hit us up. You should uh, give me money instead. Yeah. Just uh, deliver money to my door. You can do that. Yeah, uh, just make sure that you contact my manager for uh, payment for doing this because I just wasted an hour of my life. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. I will. Yeah, I'll make sure you get a lot of... You got to pay for that chicken dinner. Yeah. And you got to buy me that. a chicken dinner now. I'd buy you a chicken dinner. Buy me a chicken dinner. Nice. I don't uh, want tendies, though. What? I don't want tendies. You don't want tendies? No. You're not in those chicken tendies tonight? Not in the mood. 
All right. You want some like nugglies or what? Otherwise, nugglies. There's you know. tendies, nugglies, wangs. Wangs. <laughs> you you want a drumstick? Brewsts. Brewsts. Yeah. Oh, I man. want a chicken brewst. Uh, where can they find you on Twitter, Matt? You can find me at, at Lokes. How do you, you spell that? The wrong way, according to a lot of people, but I don't care. L O A W K E S. Please give me some human followers. I have very few. Mm-hmm. You just hit 100, though, didn't you? I, yeah, I'm at 101 for maybe three hours and counting. It'll probably oh, go back shit. to 95 within the next two days. Yeah. Cool. Well, you Once guys this go follow him. the internet. This is, I'm going to, I better explode off this or I'm going to be pissed. Hey. Right. I'm wasting my time here. Came here for nothing. I'll do what I can. I better get this my, uh, an endorsement deal. Yeah, Under Armour, if you're, if you're listening. Man, I bought some Under Armour boots for the winter. They're great. Actually, fuck that. Reebok or Puma. Vans all the way. No, fuck. Asics. Asics, give me a sponsorship. Let's Billy, get that. Where can they find you? <laughs> um, at Billy F. Chef on everything. That's B-I-L-L-Y-E-F-F-L-E-C-H-E-F. Bam. Everywhere, on on every single social network, even Snapchat now, because now I have oh, an shit. assistant who's actually taking care of all my social media shit. So seriously, you want, yeah, you're you so peach, famous. Dog? Huh? You want peach? Do I want what? Are you on peach? What is peach? What's peach? Is peach the new social media? The new dead social media. Yeah. Uh, it's already dead. It's up there with Ello. Yep. Oh my god, Ello. That sh- that that was horrible. Well, you can follow all of us on Ello. Uh, remember to follow the show at Down With Talking, and I am at Tom's a lot. And I, uh, yeah, Matt, Billy, thank you guys again for coming. This has been fun. Thanks for having us. I'm really upset. I want to have you back soon. Absolutely. I won't be here. Again. Yeah, fuck you. you. You're gone forever. Go back to Budapest. Get shot in an alley. <laughs>